Welcome to Confessions of a Melanated Queen, a podcast designed to celebrate achievements within black culture. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Meeks. Welcome back to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Guys, you know how I am. Every week I have a confession. This week I want to talk about the power of community. A few weeks back, I was posting on social media and um, this young lady reached out to me and she had a question about one of my posts. And so as we were following one another, I realized that she was my neighbor. We live in the same neighborhood. What I didn't realize is that she makes dope satin bonnets. And so I had a chance to buy one from her. And you guys may have seen a picture um, on Facebook and Instagram a few weeks ago of my sexy bonnet and the lipstick by one of our other entrepreneurship friends. So guys, I really want to introduce you to Miss Chrissy Childs. She is the founder and owner of Menove. She produces herself satin bonnets for women. And I, I guess if guys want to get one too, they can. But they are super cute. Baby Boutique Princess Party Shop. Everything she does is um, custom made. They are super dope, super fly. And I just want to let you know that, you know, we have a winner over here, though. So, Chrissy, please share with us a little bit more about Minove, how you got started and tell us all about your business and your products. Hello, everyone. So just to tell you a little bit about my business, um, I actually started off as a cosmetologist and um, Minive was the shop. I was always about helping people and building uh, within the community. And I was doing that from behind the chair. Unfortunately, I had to close my shop due to health issues. And I got back to my original passion of fashion. Um, so sewing and doing different things. I started off doing tutus and um, skirts, bibs and all those things. Things. Then I started getting into the trend of the birthday party outfits and it kind of it blew up. I never really expected it to, you know, blow up into a full blown business. It was just a hobby that I learned how to monetize. Um, and then the bonnets came about because I'm a natural hair person. I'm on medicine. My hair was falling out and I needed to make sure that I was maintaining what I still had on my head. Um, and the store bonnets just wasn't working. You was throwing them out every month or so because they would stretch out they would get thin you couldn't really wash them so I'm like I sew I have access to these satin materials and I'm making satin lined skirts like why can't I make my own satin bonnets and and then those kind of blew up I posted them online and that was it that was all everybody wanted one so now the bonnets are a hit um the baby the tutus are still definitely a hit because it's always babies having birthdays all over so I kind of just stuck to bonnets and baby outfits but I am able to make pretty much anything that you want I draft it I design it I sketch it up and I go shopping for the fabric and I turn it to life so that's kind of how I got started um with the boutique okay so Chrissy tell us a little bit more about the bondage um when I'm seeing a trend and we mentioned natural hair women are starting to embrace their natural hair but they're having a hard time like you said finding something that will work for them that's healthy so I've been hearing for years that satin is the best option tell us a little bit more about if you've done research, if you try different things, what made you decide to use the particular, uh, I don't know, material that you use or style that you use? I know that with mine, I have like a little bowl in there and I can, it seems like I can adjust it if I need to. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so satin uh, is one of the best, well, I won't say one of the best. The best is actually silk, um, if you get 100% silk. Silk is really pricey, though. Um, I have had women ask me if I can do 100% silk. I give them the price. They're not necessarily so interested anymore. So satin is the next best thing. It's, it does 
um, it maintains the moisture in your hair. It doesn't rip and pull on your hair like cotton or any other, you know, the other um, fabrics does. But the poly satin and, you know, different satin materials that you can get, because there are different types of satin. You can get, a um, obviously, silk satin, a poly satin. You can even do some rayon in some situations. Um, but I pretty much tested out different satin materials until I found the one that I really, truly loved that had a good slip to it. It had a good feel to it. It was nice and soft. Um, and the ones that I use now that my signature bonnet, my, I call her queendom, that's her name. <laughs> um, that is my favorite out of all the satins that I use. So like from here on out, I'm gonna try my best to make sure that that's the main one that I use, but I do have a few, um, different satins that I use for materials. Cause some of the printed satins, you really can't get them, um, in those printed, those nice textures, but everything that I use is safe for your hair. I would never, ever use anything that would put any type of damage or stress on your hair. The The main goal is to protect your hair, to maintain your moisture, to keep those edges intact, <laughs> to keep them intact. I'm sorry. Um, and what my husband says, he says, uh, we got to save that baby hair. Like, <laughs> you know, being silly, like I have my edges laid down and he'd be like, edges on fleek. I'm like, please don't say that out loud. <laughs> um, but, you know, but that's true. We need to save that that baby hair. I guess, you know, we adults don't have no baby hair, but we need to save the edges because, you know, that's the first thing you see. You know, women, you know, they can they can be cruel creatures sometimes. And that's the first thing they want to talk about, but not really understanding that sometimes it's a medical condition. So, you know, I'm looking out for the women like myself that have the medical condition or whether it was just you know you you didn't know back in the day you really didn't know how to maintain but now you are aware so we're trying to maintain what you have you know in hopes that it you know we can get it to grow back and do everything else but you definitely have to make sure you're sleeping on the right material to keep your progress going you don't want to do all that work to get your hair to grow back and then be abusing it as you sleep as well so I know a lot of people do these satin pillowcases which is a new endeavor that I'm getting into to start for people that don't like to wear bonnets um, but my bonnets are really comfortable I make them with a, a higher end elastic so it won't stretch out on you um, but in the event that it does stretch out say you keep it for a year or two it may I you know everything doesn't last for forever that's where the ribbon comes in you know it's, the ribbon is not just for show the bow is actual tieable ribbon so if your elastic goes out on you or say you're froed out it's easier to keep a bonnet on your hair when you're froed but when you tie it down you don't want your bonnet falling all down your nose and everything else so you can tie it and still keep it cute um, with your ribbon and then I also personalize so like if you own a business or anything you want to resell them I can brand them for you I can put the name of your business on your ribbons um, if you just want to be extra like I am and you want your own name on it just because you want to have your name on it I can put your name on it I've done that for a few people where I've put their name on one ribbon and their logo or their own like um, my friend Alina she has she has a a blog and she she introduces or not introduces but she speaks to everyone as roses like hello roses so I surprised her with that she was just expecting her name I sent it to her and put her name on one side and a rose on the other side and she just fell out so I do little special things like that just to I don't know that makes my business different from everybody else's because I try to get personal I know you know to let people know that I'm paying attention to them I'm not just taking your money and pushing you off to the side after I'm good and done with you I try to keep everything you know intimate with everyone to build that relationship.
Well, that goes back to our theme of community and how that's so important. Um, and second, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about rebranding. But I noticed that, you know, and you mentioned this with the tutus for the little girls. And when I was at the one event with you and I bought your bonnet, I saw that you had like little outfits and tutus and they had different colors. And um, I even think I saw like a, 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 a little child's name and maybe the age. Tell us more about that and how that uh, relates to your princess party shop. Yeah, so um, I started off doing tutus. My sister has a three-year-old. She was two years old at the time, and she was throwing a, a birthday party for her. And she was like, you know, I see all these little outfits on um, Pinterest and on um, Etsy. She was like, you can do this. She was like, why are you doing this? I'm like, well, I can make her one. And I'm like, you know, what is it? And then she had a... Um, um, I think her party was like a print, I mean, a mini princess party, um, which I don't do, um, licensed characters. I respect other property and their integrity and all that other things. But I, what I do is I can take the party theme and make you something to go along with it. So your outfit still matches your theme. So it was gold, you know, Minnie has the bow. So I put the bow on the shirt, um, put her name on it. My niece's name is Zion. She was turning two. So it had her name and her age across the Yeah. And I do full sets. Um, you get a hair bow, um, either placed on a headband, a clip or a scrunchie, you know, I can place it on anything depending on the amount of, you know, hair that the child has. If they don't have a lot of hair, I won't put it on a clip, you know, I'll put it on a headband. Um, the shirts, uh, I can they come fully customized you pick the colors you pick the phrase you pick the the character like I said I won't put the actual character but I'll put something you know if the character's known for the bow or for character like I did a pebbles outfit pebbles is known for having the bone in her head you know in her hair so in that outfit I put a bone on the you know on the shirt um and then of course their age and then either a tutu or a skirt I've had someone ask for um bloomers the little ruffle ruffle bottoms um I've done those and then either socks or anklets so they'll be like the old school ruffle fold down socks um I make those from scratch so whatever colors themes you want I can make it into the sock or my anklets are um similar to scrunchies with the bow on the side so those are great in the summertime when the babies are wearing sandals or for some one-year-olds you don't want them to have shoes on they go barefoot if it's a pool party I can do the yeah I can do the anklets and then um that I mean that's pretty much it every now and then people um shoot me new ideas and I'm like oh I got to start doing this now so you know customers they inspire me you know they may come to me and ask me questions and a lot of times they be putting stuff on my brain so all my um, designs continue to grow as people, you know, start sending me their ideas. Okay, so I want to shift the conversation a little bit because we've mentioned community, we've mentioned, you just mentioned um, your customers inspiring you. We are both millennials, if it's okay for me to say. Um, and I noticed a shift as of late of millennials who are starting to embrace entrepreneurship. The Black Wall Street is rising again. Um, we're learning that there's nothing wrong with a nine to five. I have a nine to five. But we all have a special talent. And we can go back to rebuilding our communities and pass down generational wealth if we just tap into that talent. Tell me how you feel about this phase that we're in right now and how can we stay encouraged and what role you believe you play in that? Yeah, I'm definitely so into everybody trying to do their own. I just feel like somewhere at some point in your life, whether old or new, um, you should own something that belongs to you. You should build off your own, like you said, build that generational wealth, have something to pass down to your children. Everybody has a hobby or something that they like to do. And honestly, you can make money doing anything because everything that you do, every time you shop, every time you buy something, somebody owns that, somebody does that. Um, 
And you pretty much just have to find your niche. You know, that's super cliche to say, but it's true. Find your niche and learn how to monetize it. Um, and for me, that was sewing, that was doing hair, that was creating, drawing. Um, I'm a nerd. I sit on the computer all day. You know, people ask me, you know, oh, who did your site? Who did this? I'm like, I sat at home. I got on YouTube. I figured it out, you know. So and then it got to the point where people was like, can you do that for me? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't really do it, um, but I could. And then I had to start telling myself, stop saying I can't do it. Like if I did it for myself, I can absolutely do it for anyone else. Um, and then I know that there are a lot of people that have a dream and a passion, but don't, don't know how to achieve it. They don't know where to start. So I actually want to get into the business of helping and not even fully for business, just like this is my community service to my community is to help people get their businesses off the ground. I started off from nothing with nothing. Um, and I was still able to achieve it. You know, people believe that you have to have a whole lot of money to start something. And that's absolutely not true. Um, you know, they, it is true. You have to have money to make money, but you don't have to have a whole lot of it. Um, I started my business off with pennies and I let the business build itself. I didn't like start buying everything at once. I bought what I could. I made what I could with what I bought. And as the money, you know, I, I flipped it. <laughs> I had to, you know, I made $5. I maybe pocketed two and put three into something else, you know, and I had to just keep going. And as my business grew, so did my uh, capabilities. You know, I upgraded my printers. I upgraded my cutters. I upgraded my site. I didn't do everything at once. And you pretty much just have to work with what you have. And I kind of want to start getting into letting people know how they can do that. Um, and that's when I do open up my physical store because right now my boutique is online and we are preparing to open a physical store. And the plan is, is to open my doors to other small businesses that are trying to get themselves off the ground, but don't know how, don't have the funds to do it. Don't have the uh, reputation to do it. Cause you know, everybody want, I want my stuff on target. If you only have 400 followers, target don't see you, you know, I'm just, I'm just being 100% target doesn't see you. So I'm not target, you know, I'm I'm not close to Target. I'm not even going to put that lie out there and say that I'm on that level. But I do have a base. I have a, a decent base. I have a decent following. People reach out to me just for encouragement. They don't even want to buy anything. They just shoot me messages. I love what you're doing. You keep me going. I'm like, I need to be using this little voice that I have to be pushing others to do the same. So, yeah, that's the plan. Once I get my boutique, I want to open my shelves up to other small businesses that think that Target isn't looking at them like, well, I am. I'm looking at you. Use me. You know, use me and my eyes balls and my voice my little voice that I have so others can find you and you never know maybe the next big brand and the next big thing might start off on my shelves you know just for me pushing and promoting them and supporting the community I'm not really in it to as far as that end of it to make a whole lot of money I just I'm I'm just definitely into everybody can make it it's a lot of money out here and you have people that won't share their secrets or won't share their come up or won't share anything because they're scared that somebody's gonna remove their foot in and it's like no like you need that encouragement around you keep that inspiration going it because it bounces it, it reflects just like how when I met you I met you you introduced me to so many great people and I just feel like that day that we spoke that day that we met like everything started moving faster just from you so you know you you hear interviewing me you know and giving me I, I need to give it back to you for a second because um you definitely did you gave me a little bit of push as well um just because your spirit and your energy and what you do I felt that and it made me want to do more myself so thank you very much <laughs> Well, you're more than welcome. I mean, that's what we do. I mean, the truth is we've all been there. And, you know, I really appreciate you saying that because it touches on one of the things that we were talking about earlier in our conversation. 
we all have gone through some things and I know that I was devastated four years ago when I was when I was terminated from my job that I thought I was going to retire from we've had some health challenges we go through personal stuff we some of us have had some marital issues we have issues with our children um in the midst of that sometimes it's hard to see past your nose to be honest with you so Let's get back into that because we we had a pre-conversation before we start recording. I just want to kind of give the audience a little bit of your insight on how to stay encouraged through adversity when you're trying to build a business or just have a better life for you and your family. Um, Honestly, I can say my my business is a, um, you know, God-based business. I put God before everything. Uh, Without him, I have nothing. I've been through so many things in my life, even outside of business. I've had business failures as well. So don't think that you look at what I got going on and it's always been great. No, it's been a struggle. I'm here where I am today because of those failures, um, which I don't even want to call them failures. They were lessons learned. Um, um, I have health issues. I'm a type one diabetic who found, I found out that I was type way, type one in the most tragic way. It's not like I went in and got a blood test and they're like, Hey, you diabetic. I fell out. Um, I ended up in ICU comatose on the day after I got married. So it's like, I never, yeah, I didn't get to celebrate my honeymoon. My husband was sitting, my hair, nails, I was cute. Everybody was, <laughs> all the nurses were coming in. Like you're the cutest ICU patient I've ever seen. And you know, so, you know, the nurses kept me inspired and you know, different things. And I just, I felt like I've been through so much trauma and so much devastation early in life that, you know, it kind of gave me that mindset that you can do, you can literally do anything. Um, coming out of that, it gave me the strength to know that I, I can achieve whatever I want because if you can come from that and come and go to where I am now like people look at me all the time they're like I would have never known that you're sick and that you've had surgeries and you know you do this and you can't eat some days I can't talk there have been days where or I would not speak for days on end because I wouldn't main, try to maintain the the strength I have to speak because I have neuropathy in my throat, um, which you'll probably start hearing me go hoarse in a little bit here. But I definitely had to come speak with you. But as far as um, staying encouraged, you just have to know for me anyway, if you're spiritual, know where your strength comes from. I know where my help comes from. I can literally ask for something and speak on it. And it happens um, because I have faith. Um, I was raised in a, you know, a very, very, very spiritual religious household. My parents, my mother's a minister. My grandfather's the pastor of the church. You know, my grandmother was on the deacon board. My dad is, you know, he's on the, um, the secretary board for the church. Like my whole family is involved. Pretty much every single person that runs something in the church, we're related. So, um, you know, I grew up knowing how to pray. I grew up knowing when to ask for help. You know, you have to sit that pride to the side sometimes. Sometimes you may have to just sit back and just observe your life and sit back and see where you come from, where you are and where you to where you want to be. Um, lean on your followers, you know, the people that and the people that encourage and inspire you to do more. Um, maintain the good company that you keep. You know, sometimes you have to remove that negative energy from you because when you do start a business, there will be people that will prey on your downfall. Look, I'm quoting songs now here, um, but they will. You know, there are some secret haters in your life that don't want you to succeed or they love what you're doing, but they don't like that it's you. Um, family and friends. And I have um, some family members. I still love them to death. I don't put, you know, hate. I don't, hate does not live here. Um, but I will sit you to the side if I have to until we're ready to get things back going because I have to keep my spirit and my my aura clear and my energy positive um, because business, running a business in general, no matter what you do, it will put a toll on you because um, you're always looking at your books. You're always looking at your customers. You're always looking at your, your insight. And for me, um, I try to keep everything super professional. Um, I try to separate my 
personal for my business. I got rid of my my um, personal Facebook page. The page that you see me on now is a brand spanking new page um, because people are looking at me now. So I want to make sure that I'm um, showing people what I want them to see. I'm keeping them out of my personal life. If it's anything personal that I do share, I know that I'm sharing it. Um, so you just have to be mindful of life, be mindful of people around you. You do have to understand that I hate to say it. Some people don't want to see you succeed and you just have to be aware of that. Um, and just stay positive as positive as you possibly can. Positive is the nutrient look, but it's, it, it's, it, it needs to be positivity is all I search for. If I feel negativity anywhere and you got to go, you got to go. I push you out. Cause, um, it's, it's, it's contagious. Negativity is very, very, very contagious. So I don't know. That's about it on that. One. Well, to your point, um, I really appreciate what you're saying, because one of the things and I do follow you on social media that I, I noticed that you encourage people to not spend so much time begging people to support them, that the support will happen organically. And so I really appreciate that, because, of course, as a new author, there are times when I look at people, and I'm like, they still ain't bought my book and I have done the most for this person. <laughs> and, and, and you know, when you try not to take it too personal, but, you know, deep inside you like kind of salty, like, really? And I think that sometimes seeing some of your posts and your words of encouragement is a reminder that, you know, sometimes the support in the community is not necessarily in your backyard the way you thought it was. It may be and like in our situation, we met like via social media and we live in the same community. And so um, if I was so focused on my distant cousin or my great aunt or whoever who didn't read my book or didn't support me or come out and see me when I did whatever, um, then I, you know, I, I will lose out on some of those new connections though. So I appreciate that. I'm not going to keep you too long because I know you are busy and you have some sinus, some saddened bonnets to work on and some little tutus and stuff, but it, I have to have the family, um, have a moment to write down and, uh, find you on social media. So how can people find you and how can they order any of your products? Okay, so I'll start off with the web page. The web page is uh, minovet.com, M-I-N-O-V-E-T.com. I just started an Etsy page, which I really didn't need to do because my website was doing so well. But I'm just trying to open myself to all markets. So I am on Etsy, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All of those are at Simply Minovet. Um and I, I believe that's it. I'm on YouTube, but I haven't really fully dove into YouTube quite yet. But the plan with YouTube is to do a Watch Me Work series. Um, it's going to be hashtag Watch Me Work is what it's going to be called. And it's pretty much, I tried, I attempted to do tutorials and how-to to show people kind of what I do. But it's a lot of work to do those tutorials. So instead of doing tutorials, I'm literally just going to sit the camera up and y'all going to watch me work. Um, you know, so for the other sewers and bow makers out there that already know the basics, them watching me will teach them. But to do those step by step do this do, I, I, I don't have time for that so I forgive me I'm not here for the beginners <laughs> if y'all want to shoot me a personal message I'll definitely help you out because I'm all about if I can help I can um but yeah that's gonna be on YouTube and that one is at minovay-simply minnow well, listen, guys, I'm excited. I mean, we you guys won't hear this recording for a couple of weeks, though, but it's a Sunday evening. I'm going to do a little bit more today and I'm going to come back home, uh, tie up my hair and my new satin bonnet. And so I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go to bed looking cute tonight. Um, thank you so much, Chrissy, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate that. Um, OK, family. So thank you again for joining us. Just a reminder, if you have a confession, please go to confessions of a and submit your confession. It is anonymous. And 
and hopefully we can address your concern or issue on our show. Um, if you have not bought the book, go to confessionsofmeladyqueen.com and purchase your copy of the book. And if you guys need to reach out to me, you can always email me at laurentmeeks at gmail.com. It's been great. Thank you so much again. You all enjoy. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Follow Dr. Meeks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dr. Lauren Meeks. If you have a confession, visit confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and share your story. Peace and love.